Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Audience Podcast. My name is Krista Ritma, and I am your host. This week, I am recording a solo episode, so it's just me. And I just took a poll on my Instagram to see what people were interested in hearing about. And it was, should I talk about marketing and business and strategy stuff, growth edges, marketing secrets, etc., or... Uh, personal growth stuff like spirituality, leaning into the feminine, all of that kind of stuff. And it was like a resounding 50-50. So I think I'm just going to talk briefly about both. Um, But first, before we begin, um, I would like you to take a moment and just tune in. I did this a second ago. I actually, full disclosure, started recording. And then when I realized how uncomfortable I was, I actually stopped recording, started completely over and made myself more comfortable, took a couple of deep breaths. And what I was saying, which is so ironic when I stopped, is I want you to take a moment and think about drop in, feel in to how you could improve your quality of life even just by 10% in this moment. So can you be a little bit more comfortable? Um, Are you cold? Are you thirsty? So oftentimes I have like, you know, something that happens a lot of the time for me is I always need chapstick and just like get up and get chapstick, right? Like if you're cold, grab a sweater, grab a blanket, get really cozy, like without bothering anyone else or spending any money, there's probably something you can do to make yourself a little more comfortable right now, a little more held and a little more present. And um, I'd like you to take a moment to do that. And when I was saying that, when I was recording, I realized I could hear Clay on a call in the other room. It was super distracting. I was sitting on my floor, not comfortable to record a 30-minute episode. So I stopped, moved into my room, lit a candle, turned my light, you know, like dropped in a little bit. And I think I have such a hard time remembering to drop in, right? But once you do, it's like, oh, I actually like need to take a deep breath right now, or I could really use a glass of water right now. And so oftentimes we're just not taking care of ourselves in that way. We're not holding ourselves in that way. And I got this idea from one of my very best friends and she's such a teacher of mine. I look up to her so much and hope to have her on this podcast very soon. She's a great leader and I am get her advice a lot around hiring and growing a team and leadership and stuff like that. And um, very smart. And we were at my bachelorette and 30th birthday like weekend and she made a rule. And the rule was whenever you walked into a room or whenever you came into the group, you had to speak your needs and somebody else would do it for you. So like I'd get out of the pool and I'd walk in and be like, oh, I really need like a clean towel. And then she would be like, stay right there. And then someone would jump up and do it for you. And it was kind of this fun thing of like stating your needs out loud. Um, you know, I'm really hungry or I'm really thirsty or I could use a glass of wine or whatever it was and somebody would do it for you. And I really took this seriously because I never really thought about what do I need in this moment. I have a client I was with a couple weeks ago and she actually verbally checks in with herself throughout the day like what do I need right now? And I'm like blown away by this idea and wanted to just share it with you in this moment because I'm forgetting to check in with myself and figure out what I need. And sometimes it's as simple as water or I want to light my candle or I want to listen to this song right now. And instantly my mood and like experience in that moment changes. So 
Yeah, we also have time right now. You know, I decided to record this episode because there isn't really, um, you know, I have some episodes in the shoot. I have some like ready to come out in a couple of weeks and nothing felt super authentic to this moment. Um, and to be of the most value to you and your experience this week, I thought I would just pop in and share some business tools that are helping me, have helped me, as well as some personal tools. And starting with this, you know, what do you need? Give it to yourself. Treat yourself you would somebody who walked in who you love unconditionally and they're like, oh, I'm so hungry right now. Like, get them an apple. Get yourself an apple and peanut butter. It's like so easy. So anyway, make yourself comfortable. Take care of yourself. I think I'm really working in a huge way right now on softening. You know, we're in week three for us of quarantine and Clay read this really interesting article that our friend sent us and he shared it with me and now I've been sharing it with my friends and it was written by a man in China and it's like the stages of quarantine, sort of like the stages of grief and, you know, week one is all about incessantly just checking the news, you know, looking at the news, looking at social media, sort of obsessing over the numbers. That's like week one, phase one, right? We all did that. Phase two is the breaking point where you're like, is this my new normal? You're grieving your friends. You're grieving your social life. You're grieving oftentimes for many of us businesses and um, opportunities that just got pulled right out from under us, you know, big, big things. We had a huge thing get pulled out from under us in our business. And that was sort of week two, like, oh, fuck, (laughs) right? Crashing point. Week three, which is what I'm in right now, you know, depending on where you are in the country or the world, you could be in a different space. But for week three, it was like, getting used to our new normal, right? And so for my friends that I've been talking to that are also in the same phase as me, you know, I talked to Emery, who's a, um, you know, popular guest on this podcast. And she was like, you know, Monday morning, sitting down working on her book again, right? Whereas last week, totally, you know, total paralysis could not do it. Same with me. Clay got up Monday morning, went for a three mile run, right? I got up and was super motivated to dive back into work. So something about like, okay, the acceptance phase is week three, which is what we're in. And supposedly the next week, week four is like you really find your stride in this new way of being week four and five. And then in China, week six, they started to go back to work and reopen. So those were the stages. And I just think it's very accurate and something that this virus and this pandemic and experience has reminded me is how one we really are. Like I have so much in common with this man in China, right? Who wrote this article and I'm feeling a huge sense of oneness and actually patriotism, which I don't think I've maybe ever felt like a sense of wanting to take care of my country, to take care of the people, my elders, the at risk, like come together as a country to take care of one another. Um, That feels really powerful to me right now. So, you know, last week, I was in this, you know, where it's this spectrum, right, of emotion. And it ranges for me from like shower crying, (laughs) like total breakdown paralysis to like really inspired to create a free guide or connect with a client on a new project, you know, working until 10, 11 o'clock at night and then everything in between. So the range of emotions I experience on a normal basis, like SANS global pandemic, is extreme, but it's been even more extreme 
um, given the circumstances of the last couple of weeks. So wherever you're at in that sort of spectrum of experience, my goal is to hold space. So if a client's coming to me, like I'm ready to launch right now, I want to go, I have something that's really helpful for people. I'm seeing this as a really awesome opportunity to spread my services and my knowledge and it's authentic. And for the right reasons, I'm like, great, let's go, let's create, let's build for people who are like, I don't want to sell anything. I'm totally fear-based. I'm in doubt. You know, what do I do? I'm like, great, here's how we hold space. Here's how we share. And so I'm also trying to do that on social media. I think it's a very cool time to share value. And, um, you know, I'm working on something as simple as a playlist. I'm obsessed with music. Um, One of my best friends and I have had like these running playlists and every year we create a new one. And it's really become almost like the soundtrack to my life. Um, Music is really a big part of my experience and process. And so I've been like working for longer than I care to admit. And I used to do this when I taught yoga, I would spend more time. And I'm sure if you're a yoga teacher, you can relate to this. Hopefully I would spend more time on my playlist and like curating that flow and that experience for people than I would on my actual sequencing. Right. And I'm doing that right now. There's a lot that I should and could be doing, but whatever is happening with the world and with the energy, it's like reprioritizing things for me and I'm actually getting more done and spending more time on like creative things that are for no other reason than to share and to like bring someone joy or introduce them to a new song. So I haven't shared my playlist yet. It is public. Um, So if you search for me, on Spotify, Chris Ritma, the playlist right now is called This Period. That's it. Um, and I'm working on it, like perfecting it every day. And I like want to share this with people because I think music is really healing. And right now this playlist is like blasting. You know, I wake up in the morning, um, I'm lighting my incense, I'm lighting my candles, and I just blast this this music while Clay makes coffee before we go to the beach. So It's really given me permission these last couple of weeks to slow the fuck down. And I think week one, I was the opposite. I'm like, oh my God, so many people need help. We're going to be out of money, take on all these projects. And I did. I took on so many projects. My team is like, okay, breaks. Like we have enough. I have enough. We all have enough on our plates to actually pause and breathe into what's happening. So that's what I've really been doing and working on this playlist and looking at um, writing. I'm doing Tell Me a Story, this writing workshop. I'm with Deborah Silverman. I'm in a beta group for a new program and it's really, really healing. It's writing workshop with an intimate group of 20 people for like two and a half hours every Sunday. And we're really diving in to these spaces. You know, you basically come to class with an issue at hand, like a current topic that you're dealing with. And through these writing prompts and through these exercises and shared experiences, we can heal that and transform that. And it's really working. Um, and that's where I'm at. So I'm not fully ready to share more about that other than the issue that I am working with and the issue at hand and the growth edge for me is around my emotional attachment and my emotional reactions to business. Um, I find myself, I continue to find myself 
super emotionally attached to whether it's my clients or projects or something. And it causes me to make decisions that actually aren't in the best interest of my business, right? I'm not protecting my business because I'm so emotionally attached to whatever it is. Um, I'm making decisions based on that. And what's so funny about this, and I just found this out. And for me, you know, I have an episode called You Have to Name It to Heal It. And it's so true for me. And I was talking to Deb, uh, Deborah, my astrologer, client, mentor, amazing human, um, sort of telling her how exhausted I was. You know, I had a big breakdown around this a couple of weeks ago. It's been really, really hard, um, this growth edge for me, really paralyzing in a lot of ways. And dare I say, even like traumatizing where I'm like holding back from signing up new business and things because of what I'm learning right now. And she was like, I got to look at your chart. This is crazy. And sure enough, um, she was like, your cancer moon. So my moon is in cancer. For anyone who doesn't know astrology, uh, your sun sign is like your ego and personality and your moon sign is like your emotional body. And my emotional body lives in cancer, which is sensitive, empathetic, feels everything all the time, right? And that is in the sixth house of Virgo, which I'm still learning all of this. But what that means is my emotional body lives in business. My emotional body lives in perfection. It lives in everything having to be just so when I say, how I say, um, and I'm emotionally attached to that. So there's like emotional charge for me there. And once she told me that, I'm like, oh, got it. And so many friends, like my best friends are like, are you kidding me? I've been telling you for years that you have to detach from the agency and that you can't get so emotionally involved in everything. And I'm like, but that's what makes me so good at what I do. And my friend Wayne recently said, it's okay to be emotionally attached to your work, but being so emotionally attached, you know, you can be passionate. Like we love your enthusiasm and your passion and you're right. It is why people work with you, but there's also a level of detachment, a healthy level of detachment that you need to have. I mean, just in life, but especially in business. So you can take a step back and make a decision. It's like not that complicated. It's like... (laughs) I don't know why it's been so hard for me, but I had this like click, you know, like this aha moment that really snapped me into place when Deb was telling me that. And I've been making a lot of changes and um, new decisions. So for me, the personal growth and the professional growth, it's always so tied together. But to sort of wrap up the personal and move into the professional and giving some advice around marketing and and diving into that side, you know, what I'm doing personally is just slowing down and it is so hard and it does not come naturally to me. And if I'm slowing down and then someone I call is working, I'm like, shit, I should still be working. You know, like I'm constantly, um, yeah, I'm just constantly (laughs) having to remember. Right. And what I just realized is I'm going to read a personal prompt that I actually wrote for um, the Tell Me a Story class for the writing class to, to end this up. That's just what I decided to do in this moment. So I'm a verbal processor, you guys. So doing this podcast helps so much. Yeah. So just to wrap up the personal piece of this, um, the slowing down, the reading, um, just really leaning into that. How can I improve my quality of life right now? And what the global pandemic and the energy and state of the the world has 
done for me is shifted my priorities in a major way. So I'm talking to my parents almost every day. I'm FaceTiming my best friends for hours, you know, and actually getting depth. It's not just a check-in, you know, we're actually really connecting and I've really eased up on the micromanagement and control around the business. Um, And that's actually a personal thing, right? Letting go of control. And it's allowed me to take long walks to eat regularly, to drink water regularly, to take bike rides. Walking to the beach and going for bike rides have been like my saving grace. And it's so crazy that like a global pandemic had to like snap me into realizing that, right? So I've spent probably less money in the last couple of weeks than I have in a very long time. Um, I'm a big spender. You know, I like, you know, to impulse purchase, (laughs) as Clay says. And I haven't. And it's like we've bought groceries. We're cooking at home. We're connecting with friends. I'm writing so much. I'm reading so much. I'm walking so much. All of these things I could totally do when life goes back to normal. So personally, it's been challenging and beautiful in all of the right ways. And Um, wherever I'm waking up, wherever I'm showing up, if I'm like, I can't do this, this is heavy. I take a walk, I turn on my music, I write. And if I wake up inspired, ready to work, I dive in, I get on the calls, I get to my to-do list and I get it done. So wherever you're at, I'm going to just give you permission to be there. Um, moving towards work though, I did want to share, you know, I'm realizing on more and more of these deep dives I do in the consults, um, I really have a desire and love for sharing the knowledge around marketing. I had a big call this morning with a new friend and potential client, and just the amount of information that I have around marketing and business is pretty cool. And I'm trying to find ways to share it more and to make it more accessible, more more available and affordable. So we're actually building a course right now. I have the course outline created. I'm so fucking excited for this. It's called Marketing Fundamentals. It's about, you know, a three-week course. It can take longer, but it's, you know, three huge modules with tons of videos, worksheets, content, templates, tools within it. I'm working so hard on this thing. I have the space right now to do it. And I think it's an amazing time for people to learn these tools. And every conversation I have with a new client or consult, I'm like, fuck, people need this information. Like, it's a game changer for businesses, no matter how big. And I really can't stress that. Like so many people don't have the basic marketing information that can like make or break a campaign um, or a launch. So I'm really excited about marketing fundamentals. I'm going to be diving into mindset. I'm going to be diving into organic organics. So how to really exhaust your organic reach. I'm going to be diving into grassroots marketing, you know, how to really tackle grassroots marketing and what exactly that is. And then I'm talking about email lists, how to do that and the basics for a sales funnel and how to get that in place. Because until you really have the fundamentals down, it's really hard to create a cohesive and sustainable strategy. Like you can create like an immediate bump or a peak, you know, or a boost, but to actually create something sustainable and long-term and immediate, like marketing fundamentals, if you start implementing this, you'll see immediate results, but you'll also understand how to build on top of that, right? Long-term. So that's something I'm working on. And with that comes a lot of value because 
a sales funnel, which is what I'm creating. I'm creating a sales funnel for marketing fundamentals. And the best way to do that is warm up your audience with as much value as possible. So I'm working on emails. I just built this epic PDF called my top 10 marketing secrets as a way to get um, people warmed up and excited and into the sales funnel for marketing fundamentals. So I'm like, in this space of how can I be of service the most and provide the most value to people and support my company, right? That's important. So creating marketing fundamentals has given me this sort of window or expansion into like, what are those best tools? What are those best practices and how can I share them and in what way? So every day, you know, I've been sharing last week, um, Erin Weed is a huge mentor of mine. I talk about her all the time on here. She did a live dig workshop for $75. Normally like a morning with her one-on-one is $2,500 like minimum. Um, she has better boundaries than me. So, Um, The fact that she opened that up, I was like driving people to this because it was so valuable and it was supportive of her business. Um, My assistant actually, who's rocked my world, she's like way more than my assistant. I flew her out to my wedding because I couldn't imagine not going through that day you know, without her by my side. So it was, um, you know, she's really important to me, but has also changed my business because she organized my whole life like virtually and personally. So she manages my calendars, but also like my emails, my Google drives, my photos, my content, everything. And she created a free guide this week called, um, a free, you know, how to organize your life, which is like a 20 page guide on how to do that and is offering free 15 minute assessments right now. So yesterday I drove people to that, you know, it might be that I drive people just to my playlist or like my top five marketing books, which I actually did want to talk about because I think we have some space right now to read and I want to actually share those next. But um, whatever it is and whatever I'm putting out there, my goal is to hold space for people wherever they are at. And if you're in a space of inspiration or growth or want that self or personal growth seminar or workshop or worksheet or take control, clean out. I mean, the idea of like cleaning out every room in my house physically exhausts me and stresses me out. But Katie, um, you know, with all of her like free basically, um, guides and advice and methods. She has this like whole method that just totally kills it when it's not a pandemic season. She actually goes into people's homes and does this for them, but now she's doing it virtually and is totally crushing it. So I'm just trying to continuously show people that we're moving into a new way of living. We're moving into a new way of being and how can I be of service? And I have a new, uh, new person on my team, Jared, who I like totally worship He's the one that actually said I needed to record a solo episode today. Um, I just wasn't really feeling like putting out an episode this week. And he said consistency is key. (laughs) So, um, but what I was going to say about Jared is I totally lost my train of thought because he's so great. I was going to say something about putting out value and sharing and I can't remember. So hopefully it will come back to me. Um, But what I want to share next is... um, my top five books actually, um, because it's a really good time to read. And as I've been diving into marketing fundamentals and sharing with my close friends and getting on these consults, I'm like constantly recommending these books. And I actually recommended the first one to Emery like 
years ago <laughs> and resistance is strong. Um, and for whatever reason, you know, the timing didn't happen until now. I actually even mailed it to her. I'm a little aggressive um, with this first book because that's how valuable it is. And she read it last week and has been sitting down to write every single day and was like, it literally changed my way of living. I understand the way you work more. And it's like actually changed my mindset on writing, creating, being an artist and working. And that book is called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. It's like our Bible. Clay and I read that book three years ago during the time that we were building authentic audience. So we um, I did a post about this recently. I did an email share, but we built and created the company for over a three-month period living in Thailand and then being in this cabin near Yosemite. And we were reading so much. And that book fundamentally impacted the whole trajectory of our business, how we showed up and how we continue to show up and teach. It's a really quick read, whether you're an artist, creative, entrepreneur who faces resistance and has a hard time sitting down, focusing and getting the work done and also attaching yourself to the work. Um, it's a really beautiful book. Stephen Pressfield also, also has like a spiritual element to it, but it's really, really good for like the creative, the entrepreneur, um, the artist. So highly recommend The War of Art. The second book is um, Choose Yourself by James Altucher. I have been a fan of his for a while, actually on and off. I like go from like loving him to like not totally agreeing back to loving him. But at the end of the day, this book when I decided to start Authentic Audience, really shifted the way I was thinking about who I was in the world, how I wanted to be, and the business I wanted to create. And I like can see now, as I'm looking back on the past three years as I create this course, how these books have like really actually shaped who I am and, and the business that we have. So second one is Choose Yourself. The third one is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I've had him on the podcast. This book was... It's like so obvious, but you're not thinking about it. That's how I describe this book. Like when I use the word zone of genius and zone of excellence and all of that, I stole all of that from this book. And it's really impacts the way I delegate, the way I structure internally and how I like set up my days and also how I decide who I need to hire, right? So for example, Katie's a great example because um, she's really good at organization. She's got a lot of earth in her chart and does a lot of the... She She's like, she actually is an, is an accountant, has a degree in accounting and all these things that are not my zone of genius, not even my zone of excellence. So I'm able to delegate and hire out to like those roles, right? And that's what uh, Mark Ritma, my father-in-law was saying a couple podcasts back about, you know, just because Herbert Hoover was the fastest typist doesn't mean he should be the one doing the typing. So for me, that book helped me really figure out where was my zone of excellence, like the things I'm really good at, but how that differs from my zone of genius, the things that I really should be doing and how much the things in my zone of excellence actually distract me um, from the things in my zone of genius. So Gay Hendricks is also just so calming. If you do the audiobook for The Big Leap, he actually reads it himself, which is so rad. So Love that book. And then um, the other two are dot-com secrets and start with why. I think start with why had a huge impact on my marketing, the whole thing 
an idea behind truth selling and storytelling came from that book. And then dot-com secrets is like sales funnels, you know? And so if you're really interested in marketing, anybody that I hire or comes on board with us, I have them read that book because it's like, here's what we're doing. Russell Brunson, we always we also follow his perfect webinar um, technique with our clients and it works really well. And um, it can feel salesy, that book, and it can feel not super, mm, I don't know, honest or authentic, but there's a way to create authentic sales funnels once you understand what a sales funnel is. So it's a great starting place. So those are my top five books for business that I highly, highly recommend. And then as I was talking to spiritual books just sort of came up for me that have been really influential on my path. Um, one, like my favorite book that Clay and I have reread multiple times. It's also a great read on, on audio book is Shantaram. Shantaram. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I can't recommend it enough and it's really long and twisting and you you know, don't want it to end. So if you're in the mood for that kind of book, it takes place in India, although it's not like rooted in spiritual teachings. Um, It's like got this underlying current and I don't want to give too much away. And then the last one is Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Wayne Dyer. Um, This book Clay and I read while we were in Thailand a few years ago, and we would basically every day read a verse from that book. Um, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life is Wayne Dyer's interpretation of the Tao Te Ching. And so he would read a verse from the Tao Te Ching and then meditate on it for two weeks and then write about how to sort of implement this verse into our modern day living. And it's profound. Um, And even now when I'm stressed or when Clay and I are going through something, we um, stop, pause, and read a a chapter or an excerpt from that book. So yeah, um, I'm going to take a quick break because my timer here is telling me that it's going to stop recording at 30 minutes and um, come back and wrap this up. All right. And we're back. So I don't really know what my goal was at the beginning of this episode other than to just provide a brief update, some insight into what's working for me. Um, I'm feeling good today. I'm in like an upswing. And when I wake up feeling good during this and inspired and excited, um, it's a good time to share. And, you know, I've also been sharing when I don't feel excited and don't feel inspired. And I've definitely done podcast episodes like that. But overall, I was like, how can I jump on and just hold space and provide value? So what's top of mind right now is reading. So I'm going to share these books um, that I'm reading with you, that I've read with you, that have helped me significantly. And as I'm going through this course and I'm finding valuable little, you know, nuggets of things. It's like, oh, right. That was really big. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to share it. And so as I'm speaking, since I'm a verbal processor, I'm like, oh, right. Change your thoughts, change your life. That was huge. And so highly recommend all of those things and anything else that like works for you. For me, reading is, um, you know, a, a sort of a way that makes me feel like I'm in control a little bit, right? Gaining knowledge and learning and moving forward and progressing. So 
whatever it is that works for you. I'm also going to share my playlist. I'm going to make sure I drop um, my marketing secrets again this week and just whatever I can to help you in this transition of maybe launching something online for the first time, maybe even realizing that you can and that that's an option. You know, the call that I had this morning was such an eye opener to me because this person has a big team and you would think had a lot of this information and was actually willing, um, you know, considering canceling a couple of things because he just wasn't clear on his options around his audience and owning it and Facebook ads and all of that. So, so, so many people just don't understand it. And I'm, I want to make it easy. I want to simplify it. And also just, you know, for me and my path, and if you've listened to my first episode and have been here since the beginning, like every experience and every job I've had is what like allows me to show up and be like really good at what I do right now and my ability to pivot and evolve. And now is a really interesting opportunity for people. I have a dear friend who got laid off or furloughed and he's had this side project and side hustle for so long. And I'm like secretly hoping that he'll take the leap into focusing on that. And he was basically just guided to that. And I think that the universe, you know, I go from days of like, this is totally fucked and horrible to like, we are so held. And in this moment, I just want to share that you are so held. And if there's a calling, if there's something that you want to create, you want to put out there, you want to work on, you want to dive into, like now feels like a good time to give yourself that space. So yeah, this was my check-in. Um, I hope this is of value to you. I'll be back next week with a guest who I'm really looking forward to, but it's a really weird time and we're all home and, and some of us are home with kids and that I can't imagine how challenging that must be and rewarding and also beautiful to get to spend so much time with your family. I mean, all I know is I'm so grateful that my quarantine buddy is Clay. Um, we have a really good rhythm and a really good flow and enjoy so many of the same things. So that's been really fun. Um, we're actually nerds and we like to play video games together and we like download these new cooperative video games and that's really fun for us. So um, we've sort of like rediscovered things that we have in common and just enjoying my time with him. We're riding bikes a lot and trying to focus on the positive because I really miss my family and, you know, there's this fear I have around not seeing them or them getting sick or whatever and just trying not to let my anxiety get the best of me and, you know, do what I can to manage that. So I actually want to end with this very vulnerable piece that I wrote and I didn't decide until, you know, a few minutes ago that I'm going to read this, but part of this, um, part of this workshop I'm doing with Deborah is you get a writing prompt, a group prompt, and then you, everybody writes for 11 minutes to the same prompt and then you stop. So you can't change it. You can't update it, correct it, criticize yourself basically. And then you have to read it out loud to this whole group. And it's super vulnerable. It's beautiful. And um, last week's prompt is titled The Thing I Can't Stop Thinking About. And I thought to sort of wrap this up, I would share. I would share my prompt with you all. So I'm going to read it and here it goes. So The Thing I Can't Stop Thinking About. 
What a loaded question for an anxious Gemini. I'm always thinking about everything all the time. I live in extremes and so therefore I think in extremes because thoughts are things and what we think becomes our life. I think about that a lot. The first extreme, the low road of my psyche. My observer checks out and the scary thoughts consume me, causing anxiety and feeding my desire to be in control of everything and everyone. So much thinking, it's exhausting. It keeps me up at night and distracts me from things that really matter. I can't stop thinking about my parents. Are they safe? Are they healthy? What happens if they get sick? When they get sick? What about Clay? Is he happy? Does he think I could be a better wife? I do. Is he fulfilled? Am I fulfilled? Am I too controlling? Yes. What about Charlie? Is she breathing? I paused to count her breaths. The vet said 20 breaths per minute is good, but anything above that could suggest congestive heart failure. I get distracted in my thoughts and lose count and start again. I can't stop thinking about losing her. Which pet hospital is the closest? Speaking of hospitals, cue an anxious thought about my own mortality. Have I done enough? Speaking of enough, work. Where could we be doing better, working smarter? How could I inspire more, share more, grow more, do better? I doubt myself in these moments, the moments of I am not enough, the moments of I don't deserve this success, the pending doom, when will the other shoe drop? Welcome to free-floating anxiety, my psychologist said to me when I was just 18 years old. She told me to think of all of my thoughts like bubbles floating around in my head, Sometimes for no reason at all, my anxiety will decide to latch onto one of those bubbles and hold on for dear life. But then here comes the upside, the other extreme. Here I remember. Many times a day I remember. Sometimes it's a song, a text from a friend, something I read online, the sound of my own breath. Sometimes nothing in particular and boom, I remember. I remember I am held. I live by Baba's grace. It's all part of the divine Leela and here I am living out my karma, playing my part exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am here to love everyone and tell the truth. Control is an illusion. My intuition takes the lead and my observer is back on duty. I can clearly separate my ego from my intuition and the only thought I have is how can I be of service? And then my phone dings or I remember an email I forgot to send out and I am pulled right back out of it. Even though I know I forget and even though I forget, I remember. And this is the dance of my mind. The thing I can't stop thinking about now is how to find the balance, how to find the peace. How do I stop that? How do I stop thinking? And how do I get my fucking observer to turn back on, stay on, and just remember? So that was my piece. Welcome to a Gemini's thought process. And yeah, I don't know why I decided to share it, but I think, you know, uh, the feedback I got from the room when I did share it is, you know, sharing an internal dialogue like that is vulnerable and it allows other people to start thinking about that too. And what everyone else kept reminding me is I feel the same way. Like that's what I think about. We're all the same. Like it's all, there's so much oneness right now and so much support. And I really do feel that. And, you know, I keep telling my friends and my employees, like whatever you need, like just ask, you know, ask for what you need, ask for support. Um, 109 World, Leticia, who's been on here, she's a great friend of mine. I just, God, she inspires me so much. And 109 World is struggling. Their retreats are canceled. They have an organization where they do services, where they give back to like 
amazing organizations through these travel retreats, right? And they can't do any of that right now. And Leticia called me and I was like, ask. Like you do so much work in the world. Like you do so much good. Like set up a campaign, ask for help. And she did. And she made so much because in order for them to stay afloat and keep being of service, they need help and they need support. So I think it's okay to ask, you know, and also there's a lot of ways that you can help without giving money too. So I told her to share that as well. You know, a lot of organizations and companies like they do need money to stay afloat, but also you can help by spreading the word. You can help by, you know, giving giving organizations like that some volunteer time. So I think right now is just calling for us to get really creative. And as I flow from week three to week four of quarantine and really like sit that this is our space right now, this is the reality right now. And like I read in that piece, our our thoughts are our life. And um, from somebody that's really anxious, that can be scary um, to think about. But we have a choice right now and how we sort of look at this and how we handle it and how we help others and what kind of information we share and value we provide. So that's the update from me. Um, I'll put a, a swipe up to my playlist in my, in my podcast or my bio, I guess this week, that's the, honestly the thing I'm most excited about sharing. So I have to have it ready now by Thursday. Um, I, I really hope you enjoy it and yeah, wherever you are, um, whatever, you know, space in the spectrum you are on, if you're feeling it, if you're inspired, if you're thriving, if you're an introvert that, you know, is living for this time at home with your family or an extrovert where you feel totally depleted because you haven't seen or talked to anybody in days and everything in between. I just, I'm holding space. I'm sending love. I'm here for you. I'm doing everything I can um, to create opportunities in our business where we can serve more people in this time. So thank you for being here. You're supporting me by listening and just by listening, sharing, writing me, all of the amazing feedback and support I get from this. Like it supports our business. Um, People who share this with new people, we get a lot of new business now from this podcast. So it was never the intention, but it's sort of beautiful when you have this like authentic offering that you decide to like vulnerably put out into the world. Oftentimes when you work really hard, it works and opportunities keep coming. And I think that's the cycle I'm learning is like you stay in integrity, you stay true to your truth and your authentic, your authentic self really, you know, and work really hard. The opportunities will keep coming. They will keep coming. And my word is trust right now. And I'd like to leave you with that is trust, trust, trust. You know, anxiety comes from a lack of trust. The need to control fear, all of that comes from a lack of trust. So I'm saying this out loud, not to preach it, but because I need to hear it. (laughs) Trust, Krista, trust. And I know if I need to hear it, it means more people do too. So thank you for being here. I truly uh, love you very, very much. And I'm sending you so much love and good vibes and all the things during this time. And if we could be of any support or you think of any more ways we can be of value, do not hesitate to reach out. I am here. And until next time, keep growing. 